Good morning. It's Friday, September 22nd. It is five minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Coming up later this hour, a furious golfer goes crazy. Also, Joe Biden sounds like Dwight Schrute. But first, Donald Trump. (laughs) He's warning Republicans of their last chance to defund prosecutions against him. All right, so this is interesting, and look, he's absolutely not wrong that, and we've said this many, many times, the Republicans are totally disingenuous when they talk about, well, we want to whatever. Remember when the Republicans first got elected to the House, and they're passing bills to defund the the IRS, and they're doing this, and they're, I said, bull crap. These people don't actually want to do this because if they wanted to do it, they would do it during the budget negotiations. The budget is when it matters. They know there's no way it's getting through the Senate, and they know there's no way that Biden would sign it if it did, and they did not have a two-thirds veto-proof majority. So they're lying to you and getting you to go, oh, the Republicans, look at how hard they're trying. When in reality, they don't actually want to do that. And when they have the power to do it, they don't actually do the things necessary. And the same thing is true with the investigations into Donald Trump. If the Republicans wanted to stop it, they hold the power of the purse and in the budget negotiations in order to keep the government open, they could absolutely get that pulled if they really, really wanted to stop it. Well, they're not. it's not even true because two of them are in state courts. Well, right, but the, and the, I'm not saying they over they hold the power over that. I'm saying in terms of the Jack Smith, the document, the the. Uh, the documents case, the, you know, whether he violated the records act, all that, you know, all that stuff. They have the power over that Casey. Mm. They may not be able to stop uh, Georgia. They may not be able to stop New York, but they can stop Jack Smith and this ridiculous classified documents case. They don't want to actually stop it. Just like they don't actually want to secure the border. Just like they don't want to actually balance the budget. Just like they don't actually want to in, they're going kicking and screaming because they have to, but they don't want to investigate Biden. They don't want any part of it because they don't like Trump. Well, the only thing that they seem to be able to do is send more money to Ukraine because, they, what, eight days until a possible government shutdown? And what did Kevin McCarthy do? Send them all home for the weekend. Yep. We can't figure it out. You guys might as well go home and enjoy some college football this weekend. If if, if that were you, yes. you wouldn't be able to go home. No. You, know, you know, your job, you'd have to stay until it's done. This is Get why the I, orders out until it's all filled. This is why I chose to work here. The expectation is that I will work three hours and I'm going to do my best for three hours and then I'll see you people <laughs> tomorrow. Um, I had a conversation with somebody yesterday, a local government person who I will not name due to uh, threat of retaliation and and uh, shaming if they were to be found to be publicly fond and seek advice from me. But this person was lamenting stupid things that other people are doing. And here's what I said to this person. I said, government, doing government well is hard because it involves a lot of reading, a lot of understanding, a lot of creativity, and most importantly, a lot of backbone. Mm-hmm. And you're lucky, especially on a local level, If you can find somebody with one of those traits, much less all four necessary to pull it off. So I told this person, I said, you either got to develop some really thick skin and a whole lot of patience to bring people along to where you are and walk them through it. Or you're in for get ready, pal. Mm -hmm. You're in for a long time because this person has many of those things. And I said, most people don't have what you have. And you are seeing it here where you could do a lot of things. The Republicans could do a lot of things, but they don't have those characteristics necessary. And Trump 
uh, this may shock you, Casey. Trump was on social media yesterday. Yes. <laughs> and he was he was to, it, was, it was a day that ends in why. He was truthing uh, about uh, about just this. Mm-hmm. And I, a very important deadline is approaching at the end of the month. Republicans in Congress can and must defund all aspects of crooked Joe Biden's weaponized government that refuses to close the border and treats half the country as enemies of the state. This is also the last chance to defund these political prosecutions against me and other patriots. They failed on the dead limit, but they must not fail now. Use the power of the purse and defend the country. Nicely done. Thank you. Uh, do you notice how he made that about him? Of course he did. That's what he does. <laughs> no surprise there. That's what he does. Yeah. He's he's more like a rock star than uh, or a famous actor than someone who's running for president. Well, he you, you are right, Casey. He is a media celebrity mm-hmm. who decided to run for president. Yeah. He won. And the final salvo right now in the Trump political saga is you are a guy who was defeated by a dementia patient. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to stand for that. And he is running. Look, and this will make people mad. Trump, Trump is not running a campaign that is about you right now. I don't care what his speech, what he says in his speech. He hasn't even put forward concrete policy positions and has told you how he's going to help you. Mm-hmm. If you were running for anything, the, wouldn't the first thing you do be would be like, look, I have A, B, and C positions. This is how it's going to help you. This is why it's going to be in your best interest to vote for me. I don't know other than drilling and he says something vague about the border, what he's going to do. Yep. Do close, you? I mean, close I'm, I'm close not, the border, drill, baby, drill. I'm not trying to be flippant. I'm not trying to be facetious. Right. I have no idea what Donald Trump's plan is for inflation. I have no idea what his plan is for. I mean, simply drilling more oil is not going to solve inflation. It might help, but it is not going to solve inflation. Uh, I have no idea what his plan is for government reforms, for entitlements. I mean, I know no one entitlements. I guess he's against anything. So like what? That's a campaign that's about the people. Here are my plans. Here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Here's how it's going to benefit you. Let's run right into history together. It's, everything is about him. It's more of a it's, it's a cult of personality is what it is when he shows up and people are asking him to sign their décolletage area. Okay, so I thought, so for those of you who don't know, some chick, this was in Iowa, I think, mm-hmm. had Trump sign her candular area. <laughs> and I thought... When this was first sent to me, I said, "Wow, AI is getting really good mm-hmm. because I, it looked like it looked like like something was artificial intelligence." I said, "No way, this is real," and it is real. Yeah. So you're the woman here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume your gender. Yeah. You are a woman. No, you're correct. Thank you. Where are you at with Trump signing the chick's candular area? Well, was he signing her shirt or her chest? Uh, because did he get skin or was it the shirt? Does it, it matter? Well, I mean, it looked to me like maybe she was saying, "Sign my shirt," but. And he said, I don't know let me get on skin or does it I, matter? She wanted a souvenir. That's the thing. It's like he's a rock star. She wanted something. If somebody said, OK, Casey, if someone said, sign my shirt, I would tell that person like you would either do the back. Hey, turn mm-hmm. around, buddy. I got right, you. Or the sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. He and did. I'm not necessarily. I mean, I, I think I. I if we're going to talk about unbecoming, right? Mm-hmm. Is that unbecoming that he deliberately went for the 
Candler area. Kev. I, I would just like to confirm that he did indeed sign skin. It is skin. skin. Okay. Okay, so Kev earning his, his exorbitantly bloated paycheck today. Good job, Kevin. So, okay, <laughs> now you know that. Does that, does that, where are you at with that? You're a woman. Yeah, no, that he, he shouldn't have done that. I mean, it didn't make him look good. And what is she going to do? She can't even keep that souvenir now. It's not on a shirt. Are you either. are you woman blaming here, Casey? No, I just think it. No, it just. I, I mean, she does get. To, let me say this: I was looking at an old picture from five years ago. Yeah. So he has done this in the past. Signed the Candler area. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think that's good. I mean, I, I feel like this at, is why he gets himself in trouble. Okay, let me pause here and clarify. I think at 25, I would have been like, that's awesome. I think at nearing 40, I'm like, that's kind of unbecoming of a president. Am I becoming old and boring? <laughs> you are becoming old. But why would she want him to? <laughs> she didn't say boring, though. <laughs> no, I didn't. Let's talk about Ron DeSantis. He's so, paid- so we're in agreement. He should not have done this. He shouldn't have done okay, that. Okay, very good. No. Uh, he, you know what? If she was like, sign it, he should have said, hey, spin around. Yeah. And I'll sign it on your back. Or the shoulder. Or sl- yeah, yeah right. sleeve or something like that. But no, he leaned right in and went for well, it. Well, we know Trump likes the ladies, and we know Trump is a fan of the Candler area. that's the behavior that gets him in I, trouble. I, look, you're preaching to the choir here, Casey. He can't help himself. I just I just wanted you to say it because then people get angry at me in the YouTube chat when I say it. So and I'm glad a, you said it because people like you better. He's a conservative Iowa. He should have known better. Yeah. He should have known better. He doesn't learn Zero self-control. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of Iowa, Ron DeSantis patiently waiting to get his endorsement from the governor there. She's still undecided, uh, but they, Ron DeSantis and the governor, they were at the football game together. Oh, yeah. You know, Donald Trump was up in a suite. Yeah. Uh, Ron DeSantis was in the stands, but it looks like she's getting closer and closer to endorsing him. So Kim Reynolds is the governor of Iowa. She is very, very popular there. She's very conservative. And the rumor is that she's going to endorse Ron DeSantis. Now, Mm -hmm. uh, great moments in failed endorsement history. You may remember when Mike Pence waltzed down to these very studios and did the most mealy-mouthed endorsement ever of Ted Cruz, and then Ted Cruz got his ass totally handed to him by Trump in Indiana. You know why? Because Trump went on my show, and and Ted Cruz had Mike Pence. Um, I don't think endorsements matter. I don't think if you're a Trump person, you're going to go, well, gee, this governor who I have never actually met is for Mm -hmm. DeSantis. So, well, all my previously held beliefs are out the window. I don't know. Maybe it gets him some publicity. I suppose it doesn't hurt. But I think if DeSantis is looking for a silver bullet, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be Kem Reynolds coming out saying she's for DeSantis, is it? Well, I mean, he's trailing by 34 points in Iowa, but I think it does help him. And as you mentioned, it's going to get him some more national attention, which he desperately needs right now. In some polls, he's in fifth place now behind uh, Nikki Haley and Tim Scott and Vivek and Trump. So if you're DeSantis, yeah, you want that endorsement. Every little help, you know, every little bit is going to help him at this point. Okay, uh, let's take a break. What are we doing when we come back? Is there something going on? Of We're going to talk about that golfer. Oh, the guy on the golf course. Oh, Walter. my gosh, Casey, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to explain this one. It's 17 after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. He failed again. 20 minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Kevin McCarthy having a bad week. Government shut down just yeah. eight days away, uh-huh. and he uh, got defeated with that 
defense spending bill. Uh, this I love this because Republicans do this all the time. You know who is the biggest hypocrite on this is our old pal Jimmy Banks. You know, you remember Jimmy. He's the guy who voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times mm-hmm. and then uh, told us how great he was and then didn't vote on the debt ceiling even though he flapped his gums all day. But then despite the fact that he couldn't vote on the debt ceiling, which is his actual job, he somehow managed to fly across the country and give a big speech at the Republican Party fall dinner where he accepted the Holcomb Hup for Incorporated endorsement. You remember Jim Banks. Mm-hmm. Jim is the most egregious guy on this where, I'm a conservative. We must reform government. There's so much waste in the government. Someone should really do something about it. Hey, why don't we start with defense because there's all sorts of bloated bullcrap there. Whoa, 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 Wait whoa, a whoa, minute. whoa, whoa. And this is why, because everybody has their own pet project and their mm-hmm. own cause du jour where all the government's got to be cut except for the government that I really like. And this is what's happening with the defense thing where all the the military industrial complex is alive and well it is the lifeblood of politics republicans and democrats get gajillions of dollars from these people and so they put all sorts of pork loaded bull crap into these bills and there's a handful of republicans who are holding this up saying not today junior well it doesn't bode very well for kevin mccarthy that he can get a coalition together and get them all on the same page right it doesn't make it look good for the gop kevin mccarthy can't get a coalition together because he has no core conviction his core conviction is power and because he needed and wanted power if kevin mccarthy were a decent human he would have when he was trying to become speaker after about the third or fourth vote said this is unsustainable in terms of governance I can't make all you people happy uh, and I because I'm a principled person and here are my core beliefs I'm out see if somebody else can deal with the this circus and these monkeys and no instead, instead he wanted the power yeah he wanted the power and so he cut a deal which is there's no way to make all these people happy and he's getting exactly what he deserved and the Republicans are getting exactly what they deserve and ha 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 because the defense budget absolutely should be cut and it's before I hear from the people going oh well you don't support the troops there is so much in there that has absolutely nothing with supporting the men and women the uh, the armed services the armed forces who serve this country it is bloated needless useless bullcrap designed to make rich people richer and that's the stuff that's got to go and good on these republicans who are holding it up all right it's 23 after 10 with kendall and casey on 93 wibc let's talk about this golfer who lost his mind during a uh, heated conversation on the course i don't even know what's going on here with this guy he yells about walter at some point he's wearing a pole Polo shirt, khaki shorts, and then he completely hulks out. He takes his shirt off. There's two, there's a group of golfers that are in golf carts. They're going back and forth. And then they just peel away in their golf carts after a uh, Hulk guy threatens a fight with him. Does this happen often on the golf course? I don't even need to say anything. You just described it perfectly. So it appears this guy confiscated a ball. Again, the video that leads up to this or what information that led up to this is not clear, but it appears this guy, whether he knows the people that were playing, you know, behind him or not, it appears that that he confiscated their golf ball for some reason. They are very adamant that he confiscated this Mm -hmm. golf ball. He, he is. I mean, you've got to really see the video. So please wait until afternoon. We don't care what you do during Tony Katz, but we'll play you the audio because the audio itself is actually hilarious that the people getting on this guy about confiscating their golf ball, him denying it, and then just absolutely losing his mind and ripping his shirt off. All right, ready? Go. Yep. We got a Karen on the golf course right now. I'm going to take your clubs. This is legal. Wear your 
Then leave. I'm not getting a fight at a golf course. Then I'm leave. Golf. I'm gonna stand here and you can complain. Goodbye. I'm not complaining. You're the one. No. You approach me and I have to no longer no speak. Wall. You took her Please don't speak to me. We're coming over here. You took her ball. Bro, you took her ball. Dude, I'm not going to fight you over a f. Give me money for a golf ball. going to, Walter. It's off plan, boy. Now get the off the cart. Walter. Walter? Walter. Oh, here we go. You see that? Oh. That's a dude who's in the head. You want to test God? You come get it. He's mentally ill. Oh. Let's move along. You think I'm mentally ill? ripped his shirt off and the man is, doing some they're driving away yeah okay so here's what i will say casey is someone who <laughs> do you want to test god yeah that's rob and broderick <laughs> at 3 a.m walking out of the bar <laughs> this is a guy who's playing golf looking for a fight oh my gosh i'm sure i've done something close to that it's amazing i don't have an arrest record um <laughs> drank so much over the years um uh so here is what I will say as someone who now helps in some capacity run a golf course mm-hmm. a couple days a week. There is sometimes an excessive amount of alcohol consumed on a golf course. Yeah. And when you get alcohol with people who take their game too way seriously. too serious, you sometimes get overreactions mm-hmm. and illogical responses. Mm-hmm. And that's it, huh? This guy, he totally has crazy eyes. Oh, yeah. And you can tell. I mean, I I have seen guys on the golf course, if they have a bad drive or something, they'll take their clubs and slam them down. Like, why would you do that? You probably paid a lot of money for those clubs, and now you're just wrecking them. But this dude... He just loses Now, it. I, I will say this. I used to be really into golf in my teens and 20s. You and, were one of those people. Well, I wasn't, that, I wasn't this bad, <laughs> but I was really into the game of golf. And then about, I don't know, 30 years old, I realized, you are never going to be a professional golfer. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're a decent golfer, like by amateur standards, but you're never going to be a pro. Mm-hmm. You're not even going to be close. Mm-hmm. Like, you can break 80. That's pretty good on a lot of these courses. But you have no chance to be any better than what you are right now. And it was just like a light switch went off, and it was just like, I am now just perfectly calm and collected and um and this is true in many facets of my existence how i have changed as i have so just gr- relax gr- and enjoy <laughs> yes. the game and if someone stole your ball just drop another yeah just it drop doesn't another. matter well i think the people in the golf carts they made the right decision after he took his shirt <laughs> off and he was doing the pose thing where he's trying to get his muscles all bulked up like they're okay enough and yeah. they ro- rode off yeah. who was walter did we uh, ever figure was that walter out the guy no he the guy who took his shirt off was calling them oh. Walter. Oh, I got you. And they're like, who is Walter? Is that, yeah, was that like an obscure 80s reference or something? And Kev did point out, and quite astutely, this guy, it wasn't like he was Mr. Ripped Man. <laughs> you know, it was not Hulk Hogan <laughs> removing yeah, his shirt. He had like a pouch, like yeah. a beer gut. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you saw arms. the Hulkster circa 1985 say, all right, dude, yeah. you know, then you might be like, oh my gosh, this guy you would not look at and go, wow, I'm really worried. I'm nervous. <laughs> he thought he was something, though, the way he was flexing. Your voicemails are coming up. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. 
I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. And the phone number, if you'd like to contribute, 317-684-8444. It's when we turn the portion of the program over to you with voicemails with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Uh, some people had called and said, hey, where have the voicemails been this week? Should we tell them where the voicemails have been this week? Yeah, let's tell them. Okay, quite frankly, you guys just haven't lived up to your end of the bargain. <laughs> and I, look, we're the frank, you know, we're, we're honest with each other here, and uh, I just... Look, these airwaves and this airtime, Casey, is very, very valuable. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like in recent days, the audience has been taking the voicemail slot for granted and the voicemails had been very subpar. Yeah. And I finally, Casey will vouch for this. Uh, I can be somewhat neurotic. <laughs> and there are certain, there are certain days where I just walk in here and I just shoot from the hip and just make arbitrary decisions and mm-hmm. that's where we're going with it. You did that yesterday. Well, I You're just, like, I'm done. Yeah. Casey, you get the voicemails from now on and this morning I said, okay, get out of the studio so I can get the voicemails and you said, I did it. Well, you don't roll in here until about 8.43 so <laughs> not, not I, even true. Just, I was sitting here and thought, <laughs> well, I, well, I guess I'll just go ahead and do it. Look, just Honestly, look, these, the airtime is too valuable for the, for to give an entire segment over to people who are not rising to the level mm-hmm. we expect and demand mm-hmm. from ourselves. Yeah. And so, thankfully today, there were some more decent voicemails, but if you people are going to half-ass it, we're not going to put you on the air. Okay? That's just how it works here. Okay, so we got some good ones we got, today, though. Yeah, yeah they're, they're passable for air. Okay. I mean, are these A-plus voicemails? No. But are they good enough that I would say... I think they meet the expectation our audience has for these airwaves. Are they A plus? No. Are they passable? Okay. Okay, but is that any day? What a, what a, hey, listener, you're so valuable. Please stick around for this passable oh, I don't voice. Hear, I don't hear that because we played a clip yesterday where Trump told those people in Iowa, I could be having a great life and I'm That's stuck true. here with you people. I'm stuck here in Iowa. You got a rousing round of applause. I could be in beautiful places all over the world. Instead, I'm in Iowa. <laughs> Thanks, Donald uh, Trump. Uh, okay. All right. Here we go. Somebody <laughs> called about the, um, we talked with Hammer yesterday about the Marion County Jail and the problems obviously associated with that. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I mean, you had a, a very tragic murder of a, of a deputy. Now you've got a, a an alleged murderer just let out into society. Mm-hmm. And somebody called about that. Hey, guys. Listen to you and, and Hammer and Nigel and, and everybody talking about the uh, individual released from Marion County on accident. Um on out-of-state warrants. Just so you guys are aware, this is actually a common occurrence with Marion County. They they have been, this is not a one-time deal. They accidentally release people a lot. Most of the time it doesn't make the news because they apprehend the guy almost immediately. Uh, the biggest case was a couple years ago, I believe it was Officer Moore that was shot on a traffic stop by an individual that had been released on accident with a parole violation warrant. So this is not a new issue with Marion County justice system. They've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, Criminal justice in this city is a joke. I mean, it's a joke at the level with Ryan Mears, the prosecutorial level. It's a joke at the jail with Kerry Forrestal. It's obviously a joke in terms of public safety with Joe Hawks that these people are unserious people and people are dying because of it. Mm-hmm. So now the U.S. Marshal Service is now offering a $10,000 reward for any information leading up to the arrest of Kevin Mason, the guy who was let out accidentally. And that seems a little low to me. 
$10,000? Uh, yeah, and that's a major issue, and it was brought up when Ryan Mears was running for re-election, is how these guys are able to get back out on the street. And remember, it turned into this big finger-pointing thing. Well, it's the judge's fault, and the judges would say, no, it's the prosecutor's fault, and then the prosecutor, no, it's the mayor's fault. You know, it's, just, it's like everybody's just pointing their fingers at each other instead of people coming together and going, hey, it doesn't matter who screwed up in the past. How do we work together? in order to ensure that lunatics mm-hmm. don't get back out on the street and when these maniacs commit violent crimes, we catch them mm-hmm. and then put them away. And retain them and keep them yes. there. I mean, that just seems like incompetence uh, at the jail. The guy called, he's the guy who we always, and I hate putting him on the air, but I figured he just calls so much. He's the guy that you often will say, uh, I don't listen very often, but I happen to, or uh, something like that. Or it's like, uh, I just happen to catch your, and then he's like the specific thing. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that's always mad at us anytime we're critical of Trump. You know, okay. the, the dude, right? I, yep. think, I think this is the same guy. Uh, he called and he had a mildly decent point and so I just wanted to say that because I know that'll really make him mad and he'll call back again and make a smart ass comment to me on the voicemail so okay. there was your backhanded compliment buddy and here's his, here's his voicemail Hey Rob Case I was listening to you talking to uh, Hammer about the mayoral race and uh, I live in Fisher so I'm not in India anymore but one thing I, I believe this to be true you know Joe Hogshead doesn't worry have to, have to worry about his policies or what happens to his city. Lori Lightfoot really didn't need to. I mean, she got replaced by a socialist, and, you know, what, what, who cares about that? Gavin Newsom, on and on and on in every state around the country that's blue at all, and any of the ones that were halfway, you know, going up as a toss-up, say, a Wisconsin or an Arizona or a Nevada, the Democrats don't have to worry about any of this anymore because once they stole the presidential election in 2020 on election night and stopped the process with five swing states, and then you see people pulling out suitcases on videos and trailer full of ballots coming across New York and on and on and on and on. Voter fraud, voter interference, whatever you want to call it. They used to, they were been stealing elections in Baltimore and St. Louis and New York for years. They do it right in front of your face now. So there's no worry about whether Joe Biden's the most incompetent boob in the world. The guy can't even talk or do anything. I mean, he's walking. They don't care. They don't care if they bring in Gavin Newsom at the last minute. They don't care if it's Michelle Obama because they stole it in 2020 right in front of our faces. And just now, Thomas Masson and Troy Nails and Jim Jordan, I'm wrestling with myself, you know, letting letting you get away with Benghazi and the most corrupt president in the world. Republicans, I share your frustration. They're not going to do anything. Uh, I think he's got some points there. Mm Mm-hmm. That it doesn't matter. I mean, look, again, you can either, I mean, it's either the big, I always use this statistic, this this example. Ben Stein, who is one of the most revered Americans alive today, universally loved, served as government, very famous from movies such as Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Ferris Bueller, mm-hmm. you know, used to do a, a podcast with Ben Stein. And he said, statistically, what happened in November of 2020 on election night, in the middle of the night, it is essentially statistically impossible for that to have happened. So you can either accept what he's saying or you can go, no, man, that's totally normal what happened. No, it's not normal. The whole thing is ridiculous and he's this guy is 
on this on this thing probably right and then i didn't put it on there because he went on for a while i think he got mad at us again about something we said about trump or whatever probably uh all right we gotta take a break casey when we come back we gotta find out how fat hammer is (laughs) and then i asked you guys a question during the last break Mm -hmm. there is a serious issue now of mothers Mm -hmm. using their daughters to get attention from younger men okay and i'm gonna and i want hammer to weigh in on this all right it's coming up with kendall and casey on 93 wibc it is 1046. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hammer's in the studio. It's time to find out how much he weighs. So for those new to this amazing award-nominated program yes, here. Which we literally are. <laughs> yes. We've been nominated for an award. Did we win? Uh, they haven't said it yet. Oh, very good. So we still could win. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. We're, we're still nominated at this point. So if you're new to the program here, every Friday... I come in here, I step on the scale that we've got in the studio, and the goal is for one calendar year, I have got to lose 50 pounds. Whatever happens first, a calendar year or me losing 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. And the reason we do this is this holds me accountable because if I don't beat my weight from the previous week, Mm -hmm. I have to pay Rob Kendall $5. Yeah, and thus far, and you've done very good. You started uh, at the uh, August 11th, you were 271 pounds. You were literally the size of a baby elephant. Thank you. (laughs) Literally, that's what a baby elephant weighs. And uh, you have, uh, through the past month and a half, last week, 922, or uh, 915 rather, the last way in you were down to 251.8 which means you've lost almost 20 pounds in a month and a half yeah which i think really it goes more to not any success you've had but how fat you actually were well thank you rob i appreciate but, that but, but we admire we admire your uh weight loss and hopefully you inspire other people and thus far you've only not lost weight one week Right. And I get three timeouts to use at my disposal throughout this calendar year. Mm-hmm. So if like it's Thanksgiving week and I know I'm going to gain, I'm probably going to burn a timeout. Yeah, out. yeah. And and you were you were weighing yourself yesterday. It's going to be very close, I think, this week. Yeah, because Saturday night, man, I had a big spread for the Tennessee-Florida game. And once I saw how that game was going, I started eating my misery. So <laughs> I ate bad. I ate late. And it's mm. been a challenge all week to try to burn that off a little bit. So this is going to be close. Are all we right. ready? Let's see what we got here. You're very tenacious. All right, Hammer, dropping his headphones down. He's waddling over to the scale. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Scale literally shaking as he steps on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, right. Look at that. There we go. With room to spare. Uh-huh. 250.2. Now, did you starve yourself yesterday because you were on the line yesterday? Yeah. No, like, so the coupon lady's been helping me out. We have been doing, like, meal prepping oh, yeah, and okay, stuff like good. that. Uh-huh. And these 500-calorie meals mm-hmm. multiple times a day. Right. Shockingly, that's been better for me than $25 worth of Taco Bell and donuts. <laughs> you did turn down a donut yesterday. I did. Very I did. good. Yeah, he walked right in here because uh, mm-hmm. our, our buddy uh, brought us from South Carolina, our fa- a fabulous listener who was who was here, yep. uh, brought us a box of donuts. And I said, hey, Chunky, you want you want some, sh- <laughs> some sugar and cream? And you said, to your credit, you said no. It reminded me of that scene in Happy Gilmore where Shooter McGavin is trying to trick Happy Gilmore. And his response was, I know what you're trying to do and I don't like it. <laughs> You think Rob's trying to derail your weight Free loss? Free donuts so he can on get a the Thursday, <laughs> offering yeah. them to uh-huh, me, uh-huh. and he's the one that receives the money if I don't make yeah, the weight. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we are down now, almost twenty-one pounds. Yeah, very good, very good. Okay, so I have to ask you. I asked Casey and Kev about this during the one of our breaks, and I will ask you to weigh in on this. There is a just a disturbing trend of where mothers mm-hmm. are taking photos with their 
daughters and they're in filtering whatever those things are called where they make you kind of look the way you don't actually look and then they're posting them and i'm talking like these daughters are you know 19 20 21 years old college yeah. age daughters and they're posting them as like their profile photos and this is clearly it is not hey uh you know jennifer just graduated college and i'm so proud of her or it's like casey might take a photo with her daughter at a ball game mm -hmm. this is clearly like I want attention from younger men, and I'm now using my younger daughter to get the attention I otherwise cannot get. The kids would call that a thirst trap. Ah, thank you. That's the word. A I knew there was a trap. description for so it. So, honestly, there's one thing that I'm more upset about than using your kid as a prop here, and that's the filtering process. Yes, mm. thank you. The filtering process, I think you should be able to file fraud charges. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Because, I mean, and we all know somebody that does this. You look at their social media profile and you think, oh, wow, that's that's amazing. You meet him in person and that heifer looks like a foot. Thank you, Kevin. I had this exact <laughs> conversation yesterday. I, I, had, I had told him, I said, because here's the other thing that gets me. There are a group of people who are reasonably well-assembled, who on the same social media account will say, here's a photo of me and Junior, and I love Junior so much, and I'm so proud of him at his t-ball game. And then the next photo is, here's me, here's my OnlyFans account, and here's my <laughs> cleavage. And it's like, what is going on here? It is a little weird, though, when you put the kids in as a prop. Yes! So proud of Timmy and his ball game today. And she's leaning over, and she's got the cans yes! out there, mm -hmm. and the hair is done perfectly, and the makeup. And it's like, if you dress that way to go to your kid's ball game, you're there to be seen, not to root on your kid. Yes, thank you. And so Kevin and I were having this conversation yesterday about someone who I uh, know on social media, and they are... Instagram filtering, whatever this thing is called. And Kev, you know, I showed Kev and I said, Kev, what do you think about that? And Kev said, I'm like, well, that's like porn star hot. I said, but they don't really look like that. Mm -hmm. if right. you, I have seen Those them. aren't pictures. They're lies. Exactly. I've seen that person in person. And while they may have the candular area like that, they do not actually look like that. And thank you, Hammer. I knew you would agree with me why on this. Why is that more of a female thing, too? Yeah, why that, do you? You're the woman here. You that answer women this. do that more than why? You answer that question. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, because I want to look good in the photos. But are you your your photos though look like you? You may touch them up a little bit. Yeah. But your photos look like you. These people's faces and stuff they don't look like that. Nobody's face actually looks like that. And I don't know why they think they're fooling people. You look at these pictures and you think, wow, I can't believe Cindy Crawford and Kathy Ireland have made their way to the Little League field. Mm -hmm. You meet them in person. It's Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar. <laughs> There's a a mom and daughter Rob who did this. They posed together the thirst trap yeah. way. Made over eight thousand dollars on OnlyFans because of it. Well, congratulations, your mom's a whore. So I mean, I mean there's, that is there's weird though. Money making in it to, to be able to make money sexually because I kind of think that's what it is. Yeah. While using your kids is weird. Yeah, I think that's weird. Yeah, well, and, you, and you know they're going for they're going for younger men are going to see this, and I am elevated by the fact that I'm putting my daughter in this photo. I think with a lot me. of it is attention seeking behavior. Like, look how well I've aged. I look like my twenty year old. You got to just stop that attention seeking behavior well, right. right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what it is. Right. And they're just trying to prove a point that I look, uh, I'm 50, she's 20, but which is the mother, which is the daughter? Kev, 
Did you have something? You look like you're uh, I was very- just going to say, there's got to be like ethics involved with this stuff. <laughs> the yeah, internet needs an guys. code of ethics. <laughs> preach, yeah. Kev, preach. We, we need a code of ethics. Like, uh, if you want to put that picture out there by yourself, Godspeed, do yeah. you. I'm not mad at you. Make all the money on OnlyFans that you want. But when you're using your kid yeah. to kind of do that, it's just weird to me. Not and good. you're right, Kev. We need ethics. <laughs> Business ethics, yeah. as Billy Madison once said, <laughs> on the internet. Exactly. Just because you can make a ton of money from it doesn't mean it's right yeah speaking of billy madison and happy gilmore we've got tickets to give away this afternoon to adam sandler how do you get all the good stuff you got the eagles the eagles the eagles <laughs> happy gilmore uh what are you, you've got some sort of piece out telling people who to bet on this week right so at 4 45 p.m today mm-hmm. i will drop an article on wibc.com it's also going to be on hammer and nigel facebook and twitter my five bets the place oh, this week how exciting. i'll give the degenerate special mm-hmm. on the air oh, at 448, yeah. okay. but I've got to play on the Notre Dame game. Oh, how now, I'm just going to tell you, all the pros are in on Ohio State. Mm-hmm. The sharp money, as it's called, all in on Ohio State. Because the spread's like three and a half, right? Is it still at three and a half? I've seen it at three. Yeah. And that, I think Notre Dame, and you know me, I'm the even though I'm a huge Notre Dame fan, I, over the years, how many times have I just taken a giant crap on Notre Dame? So I'm not a homer in terms of betting. I like money. I think Notre Dame's pretty good, and I don't think Ohio State is great, and they're getting points at home. Here's the bad thing. Bad news for you, though, Uh-oh. Bob. Notre Dame is going to wear green. Oh. They always lose when they now, wear there was, green. But there was a time where they never lost when they wore green. Remember, that was like a thing. It's if they... called the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Green has not done well for them in years. So Vince Vaughn will be the uh, special guest on campus for game day tomorrow. Is he gonna be the picker? He's the guest picker is for Notre Dame. Is still a thing? Do like the young people still? Well, like he's in the movie Vaughn? Rudy. Yeah, I so know, but I mean, like, it, would a young person which turns thirty this year, by the way, that movie? Wow, I'm old. Would a young person know who Vince Vaughn is now? I think a young person has seen Wedding Crashers for sure. Yeah, and he was in old school. They might have seen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They might have seen that as old. Those What's... movies age pretty well. Like, they're on all the time, too. I bet if you turned on one of the movie channels here, you're going to find Wedding yeah. Crashers. So who are you putting your money on, Notre Dame or He's Ohio State? He's not going to tell State? you, Casey. you got to listen to the show. Oh, come on. You've been in radio long enough to know the tease. Come on. Step <laughs> your game up. Hey, listen. Next thing you know, you're going to be doing pictures with your daughter. Probably. Listen, listen to me this afternoon. <laughs> hey, Hammer, why don't you tell us now so no one would listen to you this afternoon? Ah, screw it. Here's my pick. Uh, what's coming up this afternoon? <laughs> so the border is kind of a blank show. Yes. And nobody in Washington wants to address it. They're playing grab ass with Zelensky. We're going to go live to the border with embedded reporters. Oh, how cool. Fantastic. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.